I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Theater of Tomorrow! Flash! Ad-free! Early access! And much more! Flash! Tune your telelectroscope to midnightdisease.net slash join for premium access to The Theater of Tomorrow and other fine shows like The Hotel, Out of Place, and Margaret's Garden. Membership includes novelties like postcards, pins, goo-gaw, gimcrackery, and myriad other falderall. And now, on to the From the first stories told in firelit caves to the electronically recorded messages of deep space, we leave the 20th century with no regrets. Time bends, space is boundless, and when humanity gasps its last, all that will remain, if anything, will be the theater of tomorrow. Tonight's production is The Mad Diary of Michael Last. At a university in the New Mexico desert, teams of men and women work with the brightest minds in America toward the singular goal of bettering mankind. Some work on electronically powered automobiles that run for days on a single charge. Others on synthetic meat, indistinguishable in texture and taste from real flesh. Our story takes place in a smaller lab in the Eastern Wing. Benjamin Brooks is attempting to communicate with worlds that are not our own. Dr. Benjamin Brooks, Research Lab 47 at the Institute, implementing Search Pattern 22 with allotted power at four-tenths of a percent available. Hell. Scope set at point four, Doctor. Pattern 22 is being recorded. It doesn't matter, Scarfweather. Oh, no. The Institute is more concerned with saving this planet than talking to the others. Clean power and cheaper medicine. Noble goals. Ben. But they'll never give us the resources we need. Four-tenths of a percent? And that's just our allotted power. If we had access to the Institute's full generation... Ben, just... Ben, Ben, Benny, baby. Shut up. Sorry, old friend. I suppose I'm feeling melodramatic today. I think I'll be able to adjust to this radical shift in your personality. I'll monitor the session. Go get some coffee. Think I'll make a cup of tea, actually. That's fine. Just don't forget to come back with my coffee. <laughs> what the hell? 
Uh, Dr. Brooks? Brooks, come here, I want you! What is it, Scarfweather? My god. Power! We need more power! You, you check the frequency and adjust for fluctuation and bounce back. I'm going to turn up the scopes. We're not authorized to use more power than, uh, he's gone. Gonna get us fired, Ben. And you dropped my coffee. Smash my mug, don't love that. Whoa! Holy shit, is it? This is real. This is it! This is it! Do you have it? Listen! My god! I can't clean it up more than this. We can take the recording downstairs to analytics tomorrow. How, how much did you bump the power? Scope's too full. Full? Ben, that's our power allotment for the week. We use the power for this, this scarf weather. My god, man, contact from another world. This is bigger than the microchip. Contact with alien life and we're gonna get fired for stealing power from those girls cooking up mammoth blood in the basement. Ben, listen. They sound like us. Phonemic language. I should be able to track this. Dr. Brooks? Who's Dr. that? Brooks, I really Probably Dr. Picorni from downstairs. I used her scopes to boost our power. Dr. Brooks! She sounds pretty pissed. The mammoth died a millennia ago. It can wait another week. She's gonna get the dean. Dr. See? They're really out there. Dr. Where Brooks, do you get have you off gone mad? This is not the sort of behavior that comes a doctor. It's them, Tom. We found them. Oh my god. Where is this coming from? We don't know yet. We only just picked up the transmission a few minutes ago. I'm sorry, I had to borrow your scopes. This is perhaps the most important scientific and spiritual discovery in the history of humanity, Ben. I think I've got them. Making family worry seems to be like a unique skill I have. Of course, I never intended. But it's hard not to be the subject of worry when you're the one... when you're the only one working in the family. <laughs> um... Congratulations, Ben. With the combined power of my department's scopes and your scopes, you managed to make contact with a teenager's diary. Why? Is it too much to ask for a simple thank you? Dr. Brooks. Or excuse me? I'll see you in my office. Oh, sorry? Turn that off. But the audacity to turn and look me in the eye after you've knocked me to the floor and say, it's for the cause? Common courtesy seems depleted these days. The people always caught between selfish and selfless. Good morning, Scarfweather. Though the former is more apparent. Morning, Dr. Brooks. Why are you still listening to that? We were I don't have much else to do. We won't have another allotment of power for a week. It's embarrassing and useless. Please dump it. There's plenty of work to do without the power. I have new patterns to construct, and you have to find out why our equipment picked up this young man's diary. Dump that. Now, please. I like listening to it. Michael seems like a sweet kid. Michael? Mm-hmm. Fine. I'll leave you two alone. I'm going to prepare the equations for next week. Will you... Will you please find out why this signal got gummed up in my relay? We had this damn thing pointed into the deep cosmos. It sounds like this boy is no further away than Florida. I want to open at least three Brooks gates at our earliest opportunity to make up for lost time. Yes, Doctor. I'll look into that. Thank you. Dr. Brooks. Dr. Picorni. Good morning. Once again, I'm very sorry I hijacked your scopes yesterday. Forget it. It was worth it just for the story. If 
funniest thing to happen on this floor since that intern tried to harness the solar power of the moon. No offense. Not at all. Once the shock of my academic life's supreme achievement being not only dashed away but actually subverted into banality wore off, I was actually able to see the humor in the situation. Attaboy. Huh. You two, uh, figure out where it came from? No. Scarfeather's looking into it now. We've got to be coming from the top of a mountain on the other side of the planet, though, right? My guess was Florida. Why do you say a mountaintop? If you were using your full scopes, plus what you borrowed from me... I mean, hey, I don't pretend to understand your department. I'm just a simple girl from Nebraska who's trying to build a naturally functioning mammoth genome from scratch. But with that much power, wouldn't the transmission have to be picked up from very, very far away? Huh. Yes, actually. Quite far indeed. Scarfather, you haven't dumped the boy's diary, have you? Uh, no, Doctor. Good. I need you to chart search pattern 22. We need to know where the Brooks Gate opened. Now. Whoa, 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 cowboy, hold on. I can't check anything without power from the scopes. I know this box is making a lot of groovy noises, but it's not actually doing anything. We have to wait till next week to get our power lawman before we can do any charting or whatever. This is too important. I'm going to redirect some power from Drywell scopes. Oh, man. If you don't want to work here anymore, just quit. You're going to get us both fired. That's a good man, Scarfweather. That's a good man, Scarfweather. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Dr. Drywell. Have you found it yet? No, it's been like... No, I haven't. Give me a second. I have to punch in your pattern, reload the sequence. It's going to take just a while. How much power did you use? I turned his scope to full. Hell, Ben, there's no way Dean Yeager isn't going to notice that. We are so fired. How long to find the gate with full power? Just a minute. It's loading. How long? Literally, like, a minute. Hold your horse. This is too important, Scarfweather. I believe we may have been contacted by alien life. The amount of power we use poured into our machine, there's simply no way a gate just opened up on the Himalayas. Ben, was Dr. Drywell in her lab? She was. And did you get her permission to use her scope for this? This is too important! Oh, my God. Has the machine located the gate yet? Yes, you child. Let them in. Ben, you just cost me a month's research. I lost four spiders in half a model ecosystem. Terribly sorry. What did I tell you yesterday, hmm? If Dyson didn't have such an affinity for this project, I would have you escorted from this institute right now. You're suspended. Both of you. Until I can figure out how to untangle this mess. Scarfweather. Hang on. Hmm. Well? The gate. The signal seems to be coming from here. New Mexico. No. I hope your peace of mind was worth it, Dr. Brooks. If I had my way, you, you'll be finished here. Sorry, Ben. No, it doesn't make sense. Check again. Look for yourself. The gate opens up not far from here. It's not alien in origin. I need my scope back, Dr. Brooks. I'm going to lose the rest of my ecosystem. Distance! Oh. Scarfather, check the distance the signal traveled. This is getting embarrassing, really, Doctor. Please, you have to listen. Hang on. Dr. Brooks, look at this. My God. What is it? Immeasurable. The distance limit we've set extends to our entire galaxy. This signal buries the needle. You mean, this voice, this child, is broadcasting from outside our galaxy? It truly is an alien, then. No, sir. Remember, the gate is still recorded as opening here in New Mexico, not far outside of Flat Hills. I don't think I quite understand. 
It means that Scarfeather and I have failed in our experimental attempt to find alien life in our galaxy. We have, quite accidentally, discovered what I believe is a way to receive transmissions from an alternate universe. This was the first moment. The course of human history changed. Every spiritual, social, economic, scientific, and artistic conversation on the planet from that moment forward was about how they related to the discovery that we were still, perhaps, alone in the universe, but the universe itself was not alone. Ben Brooks was now set on a new path one that would ultimately lead him away from this universe and into one far, far more disturbing. Two short years pass. Dr. Brooks and Dr. Scarfweather now have their own dedicated lab to explore fully the alternate universe phenomenon known casually as the last universe, named for the accidentally received diary of Michael Last. While the world listens intently to every word recorded, hoping for some small insight to the differences to our universe and the last universe, content to absorb and perhaps one day transmit a response to make contact, Dr. Ben Brooks's ambition outpaces his peers. We join him now at a symposium in Douala, Cameroon. Great strides need to be taken is an easy trap to walk into. We have hit a ceiling on what we can learn from Michael's electronically broadcast diary. And as it's been said before, he could stop at any time. We needn't, we mustn't sit idly by, content to suckle at the teat of an accidental broadcast with the interest in the discovery of an alternate reality like a homebody reading celebrity gossip magazines. It is imperative that we act now. We must make every effort to not just listen, not merely endeavor to send transmissions that may or may not be received, but to actually find a way to punch through and enter Last's universe. I already have designs for a localized Brooksgate in New Mexico. Ladies and gentlemen, we must send into this other universe, which shares space with us but is still at a great distance, our own proxy knots. <coughs> to make contact and explore the undiscovered country. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Benjamin Brooks. He's given us plenty to think about. I told you. Why are they? They, of all people, so afraid to move forward and embrace the next obvious steps in human history. I think it's because you gave a lecture with the word teat in it. I assumed the scientific community would be enthusiastically in favor of my ideas. In the scientific community's defense, your idea is somehow go somewhere we don't know where it is or how to get there at the risk of life and limb. We do know how scarf weather. We already have the technology. We just need to make it bigger. Ben? You know it opening, can work. Opening a Brooks gate in deep space to receive a signal is one thing. Opening one here and then sending a human through to God knows where is absurd. We haven't the knowledge or power it's ludicrous. Come to the lab tonight. 
There's something you have to hear. Taxi! Where to? The corner of First and First, please, the Institute. Hey. Hey, ain't you Brooks? Ah, yeah, yes, I am he. Hey, Dr. Brooks, in my cab. Oh, man. Oh, wait till my husband hears about this. Hey, hey, you mind if I ask you something, huh? What can I do for you, young man? So me and the boys, we love Michael, right? I mean, we've been listening to his diary since the beginning. We're not just some Johnny-come-lately fans, you know? But we got this, it's sort of a bet, you know? We gotta know, is he really gay? I'm afraid I don't know any more about Michael than you do. His transmissions are a matter of public record, and as you and the boys can evidence, public discourse. Ah, yeah, 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 sure, sure, I hear you. Boy, Dr. Brooks, the father of Michael Last, in my cab. <laughs> you know, last year, me and the family and everyone, we went out to that demonstration at, um, God, you, you know the one. Make the last universe first? Yeah, that, yeah, that one. Still got the shirt somewhere. Say, I heard you were trying to make contact with Michael Last, trying to talk back to him. You have any luck with that? No, not yet. He's on his own for now. Uh, hey, too bad, too bad. I would love to talk to him myself. My kid, she's 11, really likes him. Couldn't stop playing his album for a month straight. Hand to God a month. His album? Ah, you don't know? Ah, don't blame you. I can't stand this stuff myself. It got his diary remixed over some synth music stuff. I don't get it, you know, but she loves it. Hey, you don't get any money for that stuff, do you? No. No. Michael's diary is free to all. I, I don't have much interest in his celebrity. I just want to reach. Yeah, I feel the same way about my 11-year-old. <laughs> Kids, huh? They can be right there, right damn next to you, but you still feel a thousand miles away, you know? Hmm. Yes, I think I do know. I hear you, Michael. Scarfather, thank you for coming. Please, sit down. It's late, Ben. Tomorrow I have to meet with the International Committee of Futurism about funding. Can we please make this short? For nearly two years, the world has been listening to the last transmission, believing that they have the full breadth and depth of Michael's life on his Earth. Ben, I'm really tired. I want you to listen to one of his first transmissions now. You wanted me to come in to listen to an old transmission? Ben, come on. No one but myself has heard this. I thought the transmissions were all public, Ben. I have kept some secret. Why? Because they are at war. I don't recognize this place anymore. There are more jets overhead than ever. Take cover downstairs when you hear them. Practice and prep, he says. Won't be long. We picked a side, he says. The nations are at war. My God. I'm scared. Michael's Earth is involved in an every-nation war, and it's getting worse. Ben, I don't understand. Why keep this a secret? Because if our world finds out that opening a gateway to Michael means opening a door to a planet that's engaged in total warfare... They might make sure we can never open that door. World War III could be a battle between our two planets. If we do nothing, though, there is no doubt in my mind that Michael will die. 
At a lab in Cameroon, doctors Brooks and Scarfweather must decide how to alter the fate of one young man and, perhaps, the fate of two worlds. Two worlds separated by a gossamer-thin barrier as impassable as iron. A barrier that, once broken, could open a Pandora's box of hell on earth. The Theatre of Tomorrow was created by Travis McMaster and Mark Witten, with special thanks to Andy Hamer. You know what you did. This production was fortunate in securing the services of E.K. Dagenfield as Dr. Benjamin Brooks, Alan Pierre as Scarfweather, Krista Lewis as the narrator, Mario Colley as Dean Yeager, Kelly Ninoltowski as Dr. Picorni and the symposium host, Kristen Kelly as Dr. Drywell, Mark Witten as Johnny Cab, and Cameron Pryor as Michael Last. Tune in next time for another thrilling episode of The Mad Diary of Michael Last. Tonight's production was a work of fiction produced entirely for the Theater of Tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.